boys and girls. Good afternoon, everyone. I can hear everybody yelling back at us saying good afternoon, but I can't. I'm imagining that we've got <laughs> thousands of listeners out there and they're all just yelled out saying good afternoon, everybody. Remember that movie? Good morning, Vietnam. That soldier. Good morning, Vietnam is the radio. <laughs> anyway, sorry for yelling. I've actually never everyone. watched that song. Um, the movie. movie? Yeah, no. I, I did many, many years ago, but I just remember that scene from it. <laughs> really sad. Um, Where he goes on the radio and he just puts his headphones on. And Good morning, Vietnam. I'm pretty confident we've woken everybody up. If yes, they were, about uh, bloody time. It's five o'clock on Tuesday, the 10th of March, everybody. Welcome to our show, which it, is called WE Radio with your co-hosts, Bushra and... Adgud. We or do. Urgle. Urgle. AKA. I know we've had a we've had a interesting uh, discussion. Yes. You know, when I was listening to the recordings, yes. um, I was actually laughing. Our podcast in yes. um, exclamation marks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, yes, yeah, so we are We Radio or We Radio, and as you know, we air every single Tuesday. Um, we have a fantastic program lined up today. We sure do. And um, and today we have. I was going to say one special guest, but we do have two people in our studio today. That Are you guys buy one, get one free? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Let's introduce fine. them or should we wait? Let's introduce them. Let's introduce them. Hello, who have we got here? Um, my name is Ariva. Ariva and, and I'm Anika. Anika. It's like a no-brainer, they're no. sisters, right? <laughs> Which I didn't know because you totally don't look alike. <laughs> Um, so welcome to our show, ladies. We have um, a lot of questions that we want to ask you. Very curious to know a lot about your um, areas, specialties, and um, a lot more. But um, let's just ask how everybody is. You've been well, Bishra? Um, Okay, I'm I doing missed well. You last week. Yes, I missed you as well. Yes. But it's so good to have you back. Oh, thank you. And see you dressed in nice, uh, a nice color. Color, yes. I, I was going to say orange, but there's so many variations yeah, to that. It's probably is it like called a peach? peach. Yeah, peach. Yep. Peach. like a coral. Coral. It's not yeah. My color, but no, no, but I've it, it, it works for you. I was bored, so no, yeah, okay. <laughs> well, it looks good on you, thank you, <laughs> and that's all that matters. Babe. Thank you, and um, yeah, shout out to everybody who's listening. Hello, whether you're at home, remember that blooper oh, yes. driving home or cooking my dinner, I'll be home at about uh, seven. Me too, it's a nice and hot for me when it's ready, whoever you are. <laughs> We're going to be keeping you company, guys, for the next hour. Um, we have a jam-packed program today. Uh, we will be talking um, with Ariba a little bit about um, what she does, what she's studying. Um, she's studying architecture. Um, but we're going to be talking more about how she transitioned into tertiary education, what the potential challenges were for her moving into that space. Um, and also, which actually fits perfectly because uni started for a lot of uh, students. So yeah. Anika has just experienced her first day at uni, which yeah. I'd be absolutely thrilled to hear. Absolutely. My, um, me too. Yeah. I just, um, yeah, any any kind of thing. So get ready for all these um, curly <laughs> questions coming your way. <laughs> yeah. And then we want to talk a little bit about um, landscapes and um, design and all that stuff that architecture students um, engage in throughout the four-year period that they... Um, yes. Yeah, they endure sounds uni. Good. Sounds awesome. Good. Yeah. So before we get stuck right into it, is there any um, updates or anything like that that you'd like to add? Um, look, that it's been a um, great. We've had some rain. I've been very happy with that. As much as uh, the washing did get wet over the weekend, but no, not not complaining at all. Um, I don't have an, a lot to do. I'm sure everybody's sick of hearing about the coronavirus. Um, it's just, uh, uh, guys, it's okay. And 
Um, trust me, there is toilet paper. If you need some, Bankstown <laughs> Coles had heaps. So please don't panic. It's all right. It's not the end of the world. It's just toilet paper. Um, I was really annoyed actually on, at the shopping centre on Sunday and I must have said out so loud and 2J was like, Mum, and she elbowed me saying, they can hear you. I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm not... Maybe I was a little bit racist, okay? And I said, these Chinese people <laughs> carrying... The, did you see those two Asians carrying those toilet papers? And I'm like, I almost went up to them because she was carrying two 36-packs and a lady next to her was carrying the third. I was going to go up to her and say, have you got diarrhoea? Excuse me, but what's your problem? Why do you need so much toilet paper? Um, but anyway, joke aside, there's plenty out there. Kleenex has made a statement and it's good to know that our toilet paper is made in Australia. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Yes. What, what was it that... Um, what statement did Kleenex make? That would be really good for our listeners. Well, they to pretty much said know. that don't not to panic, don't panic buy because that's what's causing the problem. And and actually, it's it might look good today on the books at the supermarkets because the sales have gone up. Oh yes, the sales have gone up. But you know what's going to happen? News to yourself: the next two months, they're not going to sell any toilet paper. So don't panic, don't buy it. And the same thing with rice. Like it's going to go off. Why would you buy 100 packets of rice and pasta? I mean, I even saw Victor Dominello, our MP, post on his, um, uh, on his Facebook. He was standing by the aisle and it was all empty. Why? Like, we're not at war. We're not, um, we're not dying. Alhamdulillah. Everything's okay. Like, um, don't panic. That's exactly right. Guys? I think that's, that's the message that we do want to deliver our listener, um, to our listeners that, you know, don't panic buy it's okay and it's just toilet paper exactly like, exactly exactly and but there's been so much social media around it it's is. actually quite hilarious because i was like uh note to self uh, the water does a good better yeah. job like a lot of people excuse excuse me i know it's going a bit you know yeah. uh in the no-go area but i was like what what is the big deal it's just and and it's quite surprising why toilet paper because if it was tissues, I would be like, you know what? That yeah, makes, makes sense, sense because it's the flu. You're going to need tissues to blow your nose, maybe. I don't know. I, wipe I didn't your sweat. understand the craze around it either. Yeah, like but why? Kleenex did, um, I think the CEO did mention that they have started production um, in Australia. 24-7, yeah. And 24-7. Oh, yeah. So that's enlightening to know that we will be using toilet paper from now on that is going to be mass produced in Australia. Yes, and, exactly. Um, and obviously... As a result of that, there's obviously not going to be any shortage anytime no, soon. No. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Yeah. So this is an enlightening piece of news to share with our listeners. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Don't panic. It's have fine. Have you guys panic purchased? No. We, in fact, didn't even have we on the first day. Because there was nothing left. Oh, you, you yeah, went we every to calls we literally yesterday or something. Yeah, we and yesterday. it was completely... I actually was really, really annoyed because on Sunday, um, Habi went left to go to Turkey and I needed hand sanitizer and I was so annoyed because I just wanted him to like not that I'm a big yeah. I don't carry hand sanitizer I'm not one of those you know germ freaks but um I just and wet ones I just wanted him to have wet ones in the plane I do need to have wet ones and I couldn't around. find yeah, wet the, ones yeah. yeah during the plane we always absolutely carry, yeah. I just wanted a little mini pack of wet ones and um hand sanitizer and unfortunately there was none left in Woolworths none in the farm it was just empty and I'm like why where have why did everybody buy every single bottle of, but then when I went to the airport, there was tons of it in the little shop. And I was like, yes. And I bought him two little bottles. And oh, it said maximum so of five per person. And I'm like, I'm not that greedy person that's going to buy a 10,000. That's so piece. sweet. I do have a question, though. I'm so curious. Yeah. 
Is he wearing any face masks or anything like that? You know what's really funny? He actually took he actually took <laughs> five, but my son made fun of him and said, "Actually, Dad, that's that's um not the right mask. That's just a painter's mask or something like a oh. a workplace mask." And I'm like, "Actually, that's no different than that person that just walked past me." Oh, and that person. Oh, and that person. So the airport was quite interesting because there was a lot of different wow. face masks, but not not. I would only say that. Sunday morning was really quiet and there was only probably um, 10% of people that I saw was yeah. wearing it. Was it was it busy? You uh, said no, it was quiet? No, it was, it was okay, actually so, um, reasonably more quiet okay, than Okay, so flights is, have definitely yeah. been impacted? Absolutely, I would say so for sure. Mm. Yeah, I would say so. Okay, that's A lot really of people are cancelling trips. Yes. Like holidays. Yes. yes. Well. Or exactly. even reevaluating the, yeah. the idea of even going overseas. Yeah. Absolutely. And a lot of workplaces have this in place and I think childcare centres and schools are taking extra precautions. So if any family member has travelled um, or have has, has had any contact with anybody who's travelled, um, they're not allowed to go. So we had a colleague um, at work who has um, has travelled and he had to he isolated himself but just worked from home and that's nice to know yeah i mean that's good that people actually absolutely and our workplace is supporting that because um if it you know can you imagine if it just was if it's spreading so quickly that the impact it could have on everybody pretty much could be quite detrimental to the businesses out there can i just mention something i was in touch with a um i was i had dinner yesterday with um with a friend and she's a nurse and she mentioned to me that the death rates from influenza a last year was much higher Higher than than that the Mm -hmm. coronavirus and she said look it's not people there's there's just too much hype around it yes and that shouldn't be the case way too much and um and they might the media might be media is a fantastic tool to sensationalize and you know over exaggerate things and we unfortunately at, at the receiving end are engaging in this panic 100%, for sure. but the thing is um oh i forgot what i was gonna say <laughs> yeah i'll get back to you guys but, but, but you know what i just have to say um we're our own worst enemy yes um yeah, and sure. social media is a dangerous thing and i have to We've say mentioned it so many times look i i remember a couple of weeks ago something happened of the um the crisis in syria where our um the soldiers were attacked and everybody was like oh my god turkey's turned off social media um like because remember i don't know if you know a few years back they actually banned youtube so nobody yes. could watch youtube yes, in, I remember in turkey that. Yeah. and then the government reopened mm-hmm. that back up so you know what i actually think that that's probably a good thing that you're doing it because the lies and the um, fake news that's going around is so bad that you can't control what's on the internet these days. Mm-hmm. It's like... Um, You've got instant access. You know, yes, mm-hmm. exactly. First of one minute, there's like news that somebody's stabbing somebody for some toilet paper. Then the next minute, then the police <laughs> is turning around and saying that's not true. And it just goes... Everything goes viral within seconds. Yeah. So um, I actually think that maybe the government should take measures. And I actually, um, you know don't and and they're going to turn around and now say to me oh my god which which um part of which year are you living in urgul but it's like it's it's just to eliminate fake news because one at one minute what was it there was 33 soldiers that um passed away and then 
there was signs of oh, people were sharing things of old news and saying there's the yes. death toll has gone up to 153. Yeah, unfortunately, how did that happen? Like, and you know, by limiting that, you're limiting lies. Like, I actually um, agree and think that it should it should be gone. You know, yeah. um, I just remembered what I was about to say. Sorry, so, um, like, basically, what people are saying, there's a lot of cons- conspiracies around the fact that you know the whole coronavirus and all of that um, hype that's around this, that's so um, centered around this, is pretty much trying to deviate our attention from other more important uh, things around the world things that are happening exactly. around the world and that's quite upsetting it's because so true. if this is what we've come to and it's working it's true because everybody's now panic purchasing everyone's you know so concerned about this virus that isn't so deadly yeah um, it is so true so you've got to look at meanwhile on the background yeah the economy's probably dropped and this has probably happened and and yes is it the reason why it's happened because of this way but anyway yes you're so right um Boucher, you've nailed it it's so true because um you're right it's and somebody did say this that the statistics are that people are probably going to die more more death with the influenza, oh, the yeah. influenza unfortunately then. I don't want people to die but this is the sad reality of Every, things yes exactly let's just look after ourselves take pro- um, proactive measures to stay hygienic don't I think kiss that's people the main don't thing. touch one another <laughs> and then you should be fine <laughs> you carry a sanitizer around and that's it <laughs> there you go do they really work us, what sanitizer? Bad sanitizer. I don't like sanitizer. I don't like yeah, that taste no. in my mouth afterwards. Sanitizer. Yeah, it like you know when you hand sanitizer and then if you eat something, I don't like the taste. We went to Bali and you can't. Oh, that's really. Weird. It's don't you eat food like? Well, can taste? I just be honest I never with feel you? The taste. I usually wash my hands Same. after. Like, no, but in Bali sanitizer. the whole idea just, was right, to when you're not, outside. Yeah, that's the only yeah. time I actually carried sand sanitizer in my life was because oh, okay. everybody said that you can't um, brush your teeth with the water. It's got to be bottled oh, water and and stuff like that because otherwise you get the barley belly it's quite popular oh yeah i've heard of that yeah, yeah. so and um every time we went out like it's not like you could just go to the sink and wash yeah. your hands so we were hand sanitizing and then the flavor in your mouth afterwards oh. is just awful anyway i've never tried that <laughs> i don't intend to either but on another note guys you are listening to we radio with your co-hosts bishra and Adgud. um let's break for a song guys and we will be right back and resume our conversation our interview with Ariba is around um, architecture sounds good hey what song <laughs> have we got we have a different song today so it is oh i'm gonna need a bit of help pronouncing this one and do you want to say it and you can say okay Gumru? gungru oh gungru <laughs> can you give gungru. us a, what does it mean it, i actually have Generally no idea, have no idea. <laughs> google it okay yes, so let's we'll sort come of mean, back to the yeah. after yes. we listen to yeah. it let's do that say All it right. again gungru gungru and it's what, a bollywood it's a bollywood, it a bollywood song, song? Yeah. okay cool i'm so excited to listen to this now guys we will be right back and we leave we will leave you with this song now Johnny the Uri, a pure sai, 
Jewelry, multiple award-winning luxury European jewelry store, has the best designs at reasonable prices. Come visit us at Shop 2 Station Road, Auburn, or visit our online store, kikilijewelry.com.au. Sydney Foot Surgery is run by podiatric surgeons specialising in reconstructive foot and ankle surgery in Sydney. With over 20 years' experience, we are committed to delivering superior clinical outcomes and a positive patient experience through best available care and technology. To make an appointment with Dr. Hyde Dotto's John, call 9362 8838. Have you been to Goes Lemon King lately? We started our journey 20 years ago and now have nine locations across New South Wales, being Liverpool, Bankstown, Rhodes, Hurstville, Macquarie, Darling Harbour, Top Ride, City Central and Blacktown. We not only make the best Goslemi in Sydney, we also offer homemade desserts, rice pudding, kazan dibi and our signature dessert, kinefe. Franchising opportunities available. Email us on franchising at goslemiking.com.au. What an awesome song. Gunguru? Yeah, Gunguru. That was very postmodern. I, I think know. We, were mentioned, we were talking about this off air. It's very, very different to your typical Bollywood yeah, what type you music. Normally hear. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, what does that mean? It means like an, I'd say an anklet, but it's usually for like dancing. That's yeah. really so, cool. whenever so you dance. In Turkish, for our Turkish listeners, it's called Hal Hal. It's pretty much like the um, Bollywood version of Ayanda Kimish Hal Hal. That's so cool. Yes, and it is because the picture you showed me was gold. Okay, well, let's call it an Alton Hal Hal then. We need to yeah. rewrite our version of that yes, song. Yes, let's do it. 
Yeah, can, do it. Like, sing that would be cool. The Turkish. <laughs> so, um, ladies and gentlemen, you've, for the very first time on um, We Radio, we had a Bollywood song. Yes. <laughs> awesome. That's nice. That's it's so great cool. to broaden our horizon, dear listeners. And for those that are interested, um, it's good to get that um, change. So, guys, you are listening to WE Radio. It is the 10th of March, 2020. Wow. Time flies when you're having fun. I don't know where the three months have gone, but... I feel like they were so long though, because we had like four months off. Oh okay. wow! How Holidays. Come? Yes. Um, U- UTS usually finishes quite early. Okay, so so I was off since November, and oh. Anika finished HSC. Yes, very so. early. Yes, and Anika did very very well in her HSC as well, which is great. Which so was Anika that. your student? Yes, as well? Anika was my student, yes. and she was a dream student. Mashallah, oh, I can okay. say this now after I've taught you. Okay, so let's ask. <laughs> Okay, so she's told us her version of you. Oh. So what do you reckon of her as a teacher? She was my favourite teacher. You don't oh, need to really? say that just because she's no, here. No, I'm serious. I had like two favourites. Let's review. Oh, wow. So how did you feel about me when I first had you in year oh 11? Oh, my God, no. I hated me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> really? Because I had wanted this teacher, Miss Ali, for like years because she yes. taught Ariba. Yeah. And like I had that teacher for a month and I loved it. And then she came in and I was like, hello. Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> Get out of my life already. And I was like. Uh, and then she started like talking and like Miss started mentioning Harry Potter and that was like a dead giveaway. That's it. I was like, that's it. With the accent? I have to, oh, it's so funny. So what, you speak? It. No, I did I did a line in Harry Potter and actually... What line? She, you're, being, you're being really nice, generous <laughs> yeah. now. She was actually rolling her eyes when I did oh, it. Oh, like, oh my God, I can see her doing that. No, so she was confused. <laughs> like she, out of nowhere, she just starts talking a British accent and we're like, wait, what happened? Bisha, you need to... I, I'm, it's horrible. No, we need, oh, I need actually, to hear this oh now. God, do it. She actually, um, she was like, after class, she's like, Miss, can you not do that ever again? <laughs> <laughs> That's something that TJ would say to me. And then I'm like, I was like, why? I thought I was really good, you know? I I did so wonderfully at capturing everybody's attention. She's like, Miss, just please don't revisit that. for the right reason. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Anyways. I I really don't. You're not getting away with that saying that line. Go on. What line? I might do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. No, I'm not. There's too much pressure now. I might revisit it later on, Okay, she's gone already. Do it randomly. Do it randomly in the middle. Okay, just in the middle randomly. Just catch us off guard. So she was an awesome teacher afterwards. Yes, so yet yeah, you went off on the wrong foot first. No, I was. Did just, you get in um, trouble from her ever? No, no. I feel like Miss liked me. She a liked lot. you. Oh, really? Wow. Is that the impression? Did I get? you I, fa- have favoritism here? No, no she was never favorite. She genuinely like liked all the kids. Oh, that's like good. she wouldn't show if she didn't that's like just a child. That shows what in the kind class, of a beautiful which was person good. she is. Because like we all that's ended up just like liking her. We can talk offline about. You can tell me in the kitchen. Uh, the real, the real, the real side. Oh, yeah, never mind. Oh God, these kids, these these students are absolutely amazing. But so, did you do well in your HSC? Yes. Did you get what you wanted? Uh, more than what I. Ever oh wow, wanted. that's amazing. Like, it was, like it's a dream. I can't, yeah, I so get what, speechless. What are you doing now? What you I'm need? doing business and law. Business and at law. At UTS. What do you want to be? I've no idea right so, now. So, what does somebody that studies business and law be? Um, you can be a lawyer. You can do anything. It's I very. I can see you broad. as a lawyer. Walking into those courtrooms yeah. and telling the, but, the judge um, off. Yeah. <laughs> I can so see that in you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, it's very broad. Like, business is so broad. You can go Anything. absolutely yeah. anywhere and anywhere. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. So, yeah. yeah. It's great. It's good I'm just to like not. starting off. Congratulations. Thank so, you. while we're talking to you, should we find out about how your first day at uni went? Uh, yeah. It was um, It was interesting. It was, it was good. It was quite short. Yeah. And, like... Um, Short, as in just went quick? Yeah, it went very quickly. I was only there for three hours. Okay. 
And um, it was good because I had my friends with me. Okay. And um, so I wasn't like, and I've been to UTS so many times, so okay. I wasn't so like wasn't. lost. Which That's was very like, you went a little night. Yeah, because like my sister's taken me like eight, nine times already. Wow, mm-hmm. what like, an amazing sister. Uh, <laughs> sort of dragged her though. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't that great. Great that preparation. Time. You've desensitized yeah. all those um, yeah. cells that was, in your body already. It's quite important actually. But it's still like it was still like daunting seeing a lot of people, and like you see. But they're so different. It's so different compared to school. Of course it is. And like, I was just, it was very new. And yep. like, it was very different compared to normal lectures. Okay. Like you were put into like group tables mm-hmm. instead really? of like in a lecture room. Really? And it's like a workshop. Okay. Mm. And I was like, okay, cool. That's and like, great. you had to talk to the people around you. So like, it just burst that bubble immediately. Yeah, that's which that's was great. really good because a lot of um, lectures that I was enrolled into or that I needed to take, um, they were very just very typical. Had your lecture at the front, you sat in the on the 500 seats that were, yeah. you know, looking um, at the lecture room. And half um, of the room sleeping. Half of the room <laughs> yeah. sleeping. Well, not <laughs> possibly. <laughs> Taking notes vigorously as the lecturer spoke, but it's really good to get that hands-on. Um, yeah, this one was lecture. really nice. They also had like these mentors for like, for four tables, there'll be one mentor and they'd go around and help you. Wow, oh, that's awesome. So that was great. We, and we were like eating and no one cared. Like, no, you have, you have that yeah, liberty very, at uni. Mm, yeah. Especially coming from I a I mean, like I did school. eat every time in school. So it didn't really make <laughs> oh, a difference. Okay. I was that one kid in class that always ate. Really? Wow. My English teachers would know. <laughs> like business was the only class I don't think I ate. Just because I was like listening, I guess. Oh, I take that as a compliment then. <laughs> so, we've just had a real smooth transition into what we wanted to talk about just mm-hmm. then about transitioning into uni. So, how was it for you, Ariba? Honestly, hard. I think it's one of the hardest experiences I had. Do you think it's easy? Was was it harder than what Anika? Just um, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. have it much easier because I know the uni and I know people in the course. Mm-hmm. And also and mostly, I guess... Like, I have, an, I have a sister yeah. who already went through it, so I've seen the stress star, and I'm like, I don't want to do that. Mm. Okay. Yeah, and also, I think because of what I'm doing and compared to what I was doing actually at school, so in um, Year 12, I took on, like, science subjects and I took on legal studies and English and math. Did you do business? No, I didn't do... That's She's the, such a That's fool. my she biggest regret ever. She missed I did- Miss Ali again, and I was like... <laughs> Oh my god! I, I I don't know why I did chemistry. I I just don't know. I liked it in year ten, but I took it on during like um, senior years, and I don't know. It was like it was so full on. Um, I should have taken business. That's something I wanted to do. But anyways, I was doing those subjects, and I actually like visual arts. However, that wasn't um, recommended. Yeah, in our school we have yeah. And yeah, so uh, starting uni was like crazy and like full on in the sense that we were doing totally different um, subjects in the sense like we have no exams for architecture. Really? Yeah, there's no exams. And we actually do um, heavy weighted assignments. Okay. So it's all throughout the semester on that one assignment, or one or two assignments. Is it like a body of work kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, like you're, you're working towards like your final okay. project. So your first assessment's like a, like a, a sort of like an opening towards your final. Mm. And there could be assessments that are like 65%. So if you fail, mm. you fail that whole course. The whole yeah. course, wow. Did you have any friends that were enrolled in the course with you? Um, I had one person that I actually knew. He was a family friend. Um, I didn't know. I didn't have anyone else that I actually knew. That's that. That was also really like that. I went 
into something that I had no one with me to go through. But the reason why I also did architecture was because I wanted to do something creative. That's and awesome. I wanted, yeah. And I had someone um, a, a few years above me that went into architecture. And when we had careers night in, um, in school, I talked to her and she was like, you should do it. It's some, if it's something you like really, um, if you start off and you like it, just continue doing it. You, so, you should sort of have to push through and yeah. So has that, do you, ha, looking back now, you're a fourth year student, mm. would your mind have changed? Um, no, okay. not now. Like I'm so passionate about it now, but definitely would have, it was wavering all throughout first year that was definitely like the hardest year I can vouch for that yeah it was I experienced oh that firsthand watching her <laughs> I was like this is not my course and, I knew and regretting that you took on the course no no ne- never now no no it was in your first year. I don't think she ever regretted it but she like at one point she's like no this is too hard like she like assessment she's week really was like just, yeah our family's worst week <laughs> we all knew it was just away. stay away yeah, yeah it was it was just so hard to like put up also in the beginning because I didn't have friends that were in that were doing like the same thing I was just still making friends still trying to find Mm. people to be friends with and like trying to create that group so what made you decide architecture Uh, honestly I have a few options yeah I did it was between legal study like studying law or architecture which is like two different fields totally different yeah do are you a left-hander no, I'm a right-hander. Okay, I was going to say. What made you think? Oh, only because some left-handers are generally the more creative. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so I've heard that. Did you not know that? I've never known yeah. that. No, I've never heard yeah. of that before. Okay. And, um, sorry, so um, tell me what an architect is. <laughs> <laughs> what is an architect? <laughs> uh, one of the questions, like you said, do architects only just draw? Yeah. No, that's not really the case. I wish it was. <laughs> I wish we could just draw up stuff, but it's like a whole, like, um, it's a full-on um, career. So we start off like you, you you build clients and stuff, but it's a whole. So like, you're not yeah. just you're yeah. not just sitting there and drawing. No, you know, unfortunately, and no. It's a and, whole process. Know. Yeah. So you're you're basically you'd have a client and then you yeah. go off what it is that they want. Yeah. To design, is it more so like interior or is it the exterior of? I think that's just whatever you specialize okay, in. Because cool. if you're like specializing, for example urban design stuff that's mostly like with the whole like a company and like a whole group Mm -hmm. but if you're doing like one-on-one like if you're your own personal architect and stuff I think yeah you would be able to do your own thing on your own side okay um yeah wow okay so there's so much involved yeah I feel that we're kind of illiterate around what the duties of an architect actually involve are there any like common misconceptions or anything like that that people think apart from the fact that architects are only ones that everyone thinks that we have to be good at drawing and that's not the (laughs) case no you actually don't okay like that's the first question that I get a lot. Do you have to be good at drawing? So do you don't scribble things. She's, I mean, she's so good. I think it's yeah, a genetic thing, though. I liked drawing from the beginning, but it was not genetic. necessary. Yes, both of you, both of the, they're I'm such great either. illustrators. No, 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 you're good. Like I'm like a bit better than like a crappy drawer, but like, <laughs> no, 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 no. no. This, this is her modest. humble, modest self uh, creeping through now. Yeah, they okay. are fantastic. I would even c- c- classify them as artists if I have Aww. the uh, authority to do so. But um, is that one of the things that p- prompted you to yeah. um, pursue architecture? For sure. Is it because like you had that um, that interest in yeah. drawing and you know sketching, and that was something that you might have wanted to carry on into your 
as a career. Yeah, so I liked creativity and I loved art and all that stuff, but I didn't know what career path I would take that would have like some logistics, like uh, it's yeah. analytical, but it's creative mm-hmm. as well. So that was like cool as like putting them it's together. A nice combination. Yeah, and I was also really interested in engineering, but it was just so practical and it's so logistic it didn't have that creative side to it okay so uh, when I found out architecture is like that it was just yeah that so was the place in go. your course do you do you have to liaise with any form of engineer students no we don't I wish we did it would be quite cool that would be I, I think, think you might like do masters a maybe a life scenario because yeah. do you not need to you do get the logistics yeah yeah but we don't we have a lot of group assignments that's quite hard because you have to work with a lot of students and then you have just group work in uni is just its own topic on its own (laughs) like you have the great students you have the not so great students and then the the great students which tend to be like a couple uh, one or two carry the weight of the others unfortunately that don't want to contribute as much yeah but I think the group work is what um it, it creates a real life scenario yeah, it's and a very picture important. of working on yeah. an actual project For sure. in a work setting. And I think that is essential because mm. that's a skill that needs to be developed over time. And I, did you mention that that's something that happens over the course of four years? Yes. Yeah, so I'm doing four years because I've extended my degree. Thing, but it goes for three years. Three so years. bachelors are for three years mm-hmm. and then you can move on to masters okay. or if you want to just go in the field straight away okay so what would the masters um look like so masters would be i think you you can specialize yeah you can i i personally want to do masters of architecture because it's like a whole broad range of becoming an architect but you can become like an urban designer or an in um i think there is a masters of interior design as well but that's usually it depends whatever you want to go through because there's like prerequisites and all that but um, masters, you have to, um, to become like a, a licensed architect. You have to finish masters, and then you have to give this board exam, and then you get your license. If after you pass that exam, yeah, yeah, there's a process. Wow. Yeah, it's like it's like the um, in law when you have to where you get a, give your the, bar. The bo- yeah, you get on the bar. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't know that until I got in. <laughs> so that was great. <laughs> So, um, so tell me, do you have to? Do you have a lot of practical experience while you're studying as well? So, do you need to, like, like, is there interns, internship um, about, Like, are there internships yeah. available or anything? So yeah. Do you need to? Did you get the opportunity to? Do I that? have done one internship mm-hmm. for a semester. Mm-hmm. I would say like six months, mm-hmm. um, but it wasn't primarily for like architecture. It was for um, another unit. It was for like certification like DAs working in a DA office mm-hmm. and DA um, DA so they they are development the application Deve- yeah okay sorry yeah. guys that's all right <laughs> it's my life story right. at the moment so I know that word really well <laughs> yeah those yeah. are those are the people that like certify you to get this work oh, done nice. yeah. so architects don't really work like they work with them but they're like it's something you should know but I was working underneath them because I got the opportunity and it was kind of cool but I I, I figured my like I figured it out that I, I would never do that okay. ever you know what that's yeah. why it's great to get to into do these things yeah. absolutely for sure. I, I think work practical. experience is really really important especially if you've got an interest in a field um it's you know there's nothing worse than going to uni for you know yeah. three four years and then study and then finish and go oh my god I don't want to do this yeah it's Imagine like being a surgeon and then you, oh you know, 
you study and then you're like, oh my god, I feel sick when I see blood. That's so sad. Isn't that what Ferhat Gucher did? Is it? Did? He's he's actually a surgeon, surgeon, or was it a doctor? And then he's I become a, a singer. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine studying, going through all of that, Isn't and then deciding like seven years? years or That's like a 10. lot of yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But I admire that. Um, I think that's fantastic. Yeah. Well, if anybody wants to ask a question to any of our guests, please give us a call in the studio oh, on 9715 I don't know, you might need an architectural drawing done and <laughs> we can swap some details. I'll repeat the number. It's 9715 Or alternatively, you can DM us on our Instagram page. On our Instagram page, it is called WE Radio with two eyes, and um, we're happy to address any of those questions. Or well, I've still got so many questions to ask you, okay. but what we'll do is give you a bit of a breather <laughs> and right. a tiny bit of a break. Um, we will break for a song. This is one that um, Ergulablo requested. Yes. Do you want to introduce the song, Abla? Sinan is in. I forgot which one I asked you to play though now. I've got. Um, Let's leave it as a surprise. No? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I do remember now. It's one of those up ones. Up okay, ones. so upbeat ones. Sinan is in. Maybe this one can go to a very special person that might be listening from the other side of the world. Okay. My husband. <laughs> yes. Let's dedicate it to Mehmet Alamja. Let's go. Far away.
teslimi sende kalsın Bitti masal bitti bu aşk al götür benden Al resmimi sende kalsın Bitti masal bitti bu aşk al götür benden Takes us back to the 80s, I think it was. Was it? He's never aged. Actually, Mahiri has. Sinan is then. We've got. He's got a lot of fans out there. He sure does. Okay, so we're here, ladies and gentlemen, with Ariba and Anika. Really nice names. Thank Very you. Very different. Thank you. And um, we're finding out the ins and outs of being an architect. So, so tell me, um, Ariba. You're going to graduate. You've got one more year to go. Yeah, so hopefully this will be my last year for my bachelor's. Mm -hmm. And then after that, then you've got to do a master's. Yeah. Okay. So, have you? um, I asked you earlier if you did. I know you did an internship in a different Mm -hmm. uh, field. I should guess. Yeah. Kind of sort of in the same field. Yeah. yeah. Same field, but not not directly. Directly. Yeah. Yeah. Not in architecture. So, so amongst your um, studies, obviously you have to draw a lot of. um, Tell us something you've designed. Um, so I think one of like my favourite designs was actually last year, last then. So um, we had to design a student housing. And I did it with my um, one of my closest friends in architecture that I met in first year. Yeah. So that was also like, one of like the coolest experiences, doing it with someone you like. And um, we did get along, so all of our ideas and stuff was really similar. Do you not get to choose who your members are in your group? Um, now we are. Like, hope, like we are at the current moment, but like in the first two years that I had, um, sometimes I wouldn't know someone in the class because we'd be arranged like a sorted random way. Just so throw students into I, the deep end. It's learn to get along with those who you may not good. necessarily get along with. <laughs> exactly. That's great. But it could be bad as well. So, um, no, it's really good. Like, I think the whole experience, I, I wouldn't, I don't say I regret it or I wouldn't have it any other way because know. you learn from everything you do. Sure. Um, but yeah, like that, the student accommodation we had to design for like UTS students or other students around Central. Sure. And that was like, like doing such a, designing such a building that's so massive and such a mass scale. So you'd really? have to think of yeah, all the everything. every single little detail. I know. What shape did you do it? Out of curiosity. We did it. Okay, so our site, like the site we got was actually really weird. Like it was a, a, a building was there and they were like, okay, pretend like you're completely renovating it. Mm-hmm. But the site's shape was really weird mm-hmm. and we had to have the, um, the facade of the original building. Mm-hmm. So it was like a heritage site so we had to incorporate all these stuff and um that which was is what fun. they yeah. do these days it's so common yeah. isn't it to see all these brand new buildings but then it's like what's wrong Why with this side yeah it's, uh, it's the bricks and yeah especially in the Surrey Hills area. how long did it take oh my god I, it took the whole semester but 
the way it was done again like there was like two assignments i believe and the first assignment was like a preparation towards designing the, the whole one. building wow and then the final was 65 percent of the whole subject and that was the final the group, design that was the group one yeah that okay. was the whole thing was um in pairs but um i it think was, i like yeah. the fact that it's realistic though because you are yeah. going to you're not is it is that the case you're it never going quite, to be working on a design on your own um, no, I would not say on your own. I guess, like, it, I mean, it would be great. Yeah, it would be great doing everything on your own. But when you're so stressed and you don't have, like, oh, you're second guessing this design or this idea, you always have that other person. I could never decide. And it would be like, it's, yeah. it's almost like choosing a color of, you know, mm-hmm. or a pair yeah. of shoes or something. How do you, how do you, like, put that final touch to say, okay, I, I really want this to look like this? That's like, why it's so important, like, even though group work can be the worst, it can also be the best thing. But ever. do you ever get influenced with other people's? Yes, yes, 100%. You do. So so even if you're not 100% sure, would you still accept somebody else's, oh, let's put a window there or let's make the door this size? Or I don't know what other questions. Or it's not like, let's That's actually this. funny because that's what you learn to compromise. Okay. Because it's not your assignment only, it's okay. theirs as well. But I guess when you're on your own, yeah. so now you've worked as a group, it's like, I don't know, but are you a quick decider? Can you go, yes, I'm going to do this? And I, I think I am. Yeah? I think I am. Like, that's one thing that worked with both of us. She was um, really like, she would always try and think out and maybe like she would spend so much time on one thing mm. and really think about it. And that's why it would be really good. Or sometimes I'd be the one who'd need to make like quick yeah. decisions. So like the balance was really good. Is there yeah. anything that you, you would say that you would not not compromise so you're not yeah we were like that we had to yeah we did i remember um in one like i think it was in the rooms and it was just like a structure or something we had and i was like oh no that's ugly i would never have it and she was like <laughs> what i wanted that and then so we were talking to resolve that? we talked to our t- t- um, tutor and she was like oh we should have that and then um she was like my what do you call her partner she was like oh see i told you you should have that and i'm like oh i was so against it but then you start thinking of it and then i think that also like Girl, helps like you it. yeah like you you can't you be so rigid in things yeah, yeah because i guess that was kind of an off the project but you're gonna learn i guess in life so you're you exactly. know once you to become an architect and yeah you're working for your own firm yeah. hopefully and then you're gonna hopefully. have clients coming in and say okay i want you to design me a house yeah so how to tell me so i'm a client I've come over to you and I'm like, I want a house. What kind of questions oh do you need to ask me? So clients would be one of the great, like forget about group work because you're yeah. working on like, mm-hmm. you'd, you both have architecture knowledge, but clients don't. So yes. that would be, because um, the majority of like, arch- like what architects do are trying to like explain their vision and their design to whether it's engineers or mm. like structural engineers, or it could be, um, I don't know, the client itself, the company itself they're yeah. working for. So, so we have a lot of three, talking. we have three, people or in the, like we've got three personalities in this scenario you've got the individual which is mm. the client who yeah. wants a particular design yeah then you have the architect who designs that and draws it up yeah um and looks at the more aesthetic side mm. of things am i right yes that's and right and then you've got the engineer who actually puts all of that the into calculations all, all that yeah. well, you're yeah. probably gonna have something that you've designed where an engineer's going to turn around and say that's not going to work. It yeah. does. That yeah. happens. It's yeah. like in our industry too. We've got um, paper engineers, right? So mm. industrial designers. And what they do is they design. So they might come up with this amazing drawing and then you'd go to produce it and then production would turn around and say, how the hell are you supposed to produce this? I know. It's, like, <laughs> it's not going to work. It's not going to stand or it's not It's not going to carry the weight. Yeah. So same for you guys. So yeah, for sure. So s- how do you find that middle ground um, well, of you- actually having 
a pretty looking building or whatever the case um, that the the um, the body of work might be, and then having that engineer actually uh, agree to what you well, want. Well, I, do I, I don't think the engineer agrees. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you have so to. So how do you build? I think you need to have the knowledge. I think, yeah, I think in the beginning you should also like build a strong relationship with the engineer as well. Like yeah. be like, this is what I want. And this is what, and yeah, like make you really, it happen. Yeah, yeah. You're talking so, manipulation. Well, not more like like trying to um, convince, <laughs> convince them. Like you'd yeah. have to be really good with words okay. and like we oh, listen up. Yeah, <laughs> do it how I want it. Um, I reckon yeah. you'd clash a lot. You would clash a lot, but yeah. it also I guess depends on the engineer itself. Um, if the engineers had experience with a lot of architects that have had these crazy um, visions and stuff, they would be quite aware of what you would want or what mm-hmm. you Have you seen that apartment that built up on Green Square? Yeah. So I drive past that every day and it fascinates me how Is they've the done infinity? the Is it the Infinity? Is that it's called it's, the infinity, yes. so yeah. The, two, the one that reflects the light through. Yeah, yes. so they've got the two towers and then like the bridge so that goes awesome. over it. So I, I, I see no purpose Do you know what's funny about building, this? Yeah. Do you know what's funny about this? So the internship I did, yeah. one of the certifiers, he had certified that whole building. Mm-hmm. He worked on it. So I didn't know about that building until we went to Alexandria, mm-hmm. like, a, oh, yeah. like last year at the end of the year or something. And I saw that building and I was like, wow. Like when you see a building yes. in person after... After you've like just been told oh, about okay, it or yeah. you've like learned about it i was just told i hadn't yeah. learned about it and the library right in there yeah. outside so I just that like whole area Look, you don't you know like what? the infinity no, i just i it's too I modern just feel what too is. overrated i feel i think like it's yes. too many people being put into such a thing and i, I guess yeah. you know that's the whole thing it's it's green square it's green the, the yeah. sunlight that's probably supposed to save some energy and whatnot yeah <laughs> I, I don't know but yeah i mean it is an interesting building it's definitely I, for me. I, for one, when I first saw it finished or while it was building, because I'm only not far from there, I was looking at it and I thought to myself, "How the hell is that even safe?" <laughs> See what it I mean? Like slopes down. Like it slopes, and then also the, the how how the bridge crosses each other. Yeah. There's like there's there's people there's like so many levels there, and it's like how the how is it even safe? I like, like the library though. The yeah. library is quite nice. Yeah, yeah quite we cool. learn about that a lot. It comes up like in our precedents. Now, okay, it's cool and stuff. Wow, yeah. interesting. So, if yeah. you had to choose between um, the different types of architecture, architectural branches that there mm-hmm. are, um, there are out there, what would be your most, um, um, the one that fascinates you the most? I think currently it's been interior architecture. Okay, that's been like a huge thing that I want to look at maybe in the future. Um, it was actually because I was inspired by this um, Canadian interior designer. Her name is Karen Vaughn. Oh and um, I've been, she actually has a YouTube channel and she's been, she's like an entrepreneur and um, she's a business woman who started like from the bottom. She um, didn't go to design school, but she's sort of started an interior design business and it's been on for like 10 years. And I've been watching her videos, I think, for like two years and um she had one of her um uh one of her like uh Work. Sc- yeah like one of her th- one of the programs she had on youtube was her um renovating her house her own house yeah her, her own house and wow. she like um she she does it in like episodes and stuff and i don't know i was never into um that sort of design and all that sort of like um, yeah. yeah, and but she, she changed yeah, mind. she really inspired me because it's so different, but it's so cool and eye-catching. 
um, but interior it's not interior de- um, design it's interior architecture so you're working on the inside like you mm-hmm. it's right. not only about like colors or what furniture you're putting on mm-hmm. the in the space it's like the walls yes yeah, the and walls the and like and how you organize the space mm-hmm. inside rather than the outside because like what we mostly do is architecture it's like outside okay, the exterior it's everything body. yeah mm-hmm. wow so you, yeah, you were asking like, what's my what? Do, what do I want to get into? Um, the reason why architecture is also really um, safe to play with, like starting um, studying, is because I could probably get into anything that's architecture based because it's like a whole field. I can probably do interior design because it does cross off. Like I've learned everything in my degree. However, if you only study interior design at uni, um, you won't be able to do s- stuff like. A the, whole like you can't become an architect, yeah, because yeah. wow. you've only been specialized for that. Okay, that's yeah. interesting to note. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. That's no amazing. It's, no it's really good to get some different insights on um, on what's you know different fields that are out yeah, there and for sure and the misconceptions around architecture. Like if you yeah. just asked, what would you have thought architecture was? Oh, look, I have thought? a good fair, fair. I've got a fair idea of architecture architects and you know um i've got a friend of mine's son's um studied and he's become one so i do understand and it's just i guess i always picture it that's you know people it's you know you have to know i guess one of the questions i think we had was like mathematical you've got to be very mathematical you've got to have the right brain and the right thoughts because like i said because um working with cardboard Mm -hmm. it's similar because you've got to make sure that it carries a certain weight and obviously there's a lot to take to take into consider like to consideration Mm -hmm. when you're designing something so i'd you know i'd had a fair idea of what um what they do but obviously you know hearing the ins and outs and obviously the challenges at uni and then and then you know you come out so is it um so everything's like Everywhere you go, it's just like, I guess um, most of the suburbs in Sydney are now refreshing, you yeah. know, the older houses. Are, so it is a field, I, I guess, that it's easy to find a job in, is it? Or it's, I'd hope so. Yeah. I right now haven't been mm-hmm. looking in the field, like the jobs around. But, I, like, I mean, I, I guess you start somewhere. It's yeah. it's not something that you won't get a job, but yeah. a lot of people, a lot of students also go into this going um, like about the money. They always worry about the money. Is this job gonna um, give me this pay? And that's really yeah. It's really um, it's really like dangerous in the sense that you'd always run after that. But are you actually enjoying what you do? Because mm. like trying to get yourself motivated towards uni itself is so hard so imagine having a career that you basically don't like and just doing it and for you're the money. doing for the money definitely yeah. won't be long yeah um, and how do you grow that's exactly right exactly i am curious though i i know we didn't um have this question um that's not too sure if we uh prepared you for all this good, one but uh, for um architecture do you actually t- take on any of the um engineering units or anything around that oh, because okay. i think yeah. i think it's necessary yeah it would be unrealistic to have a degree purely Just centered design. around design yeah. without the usability, without yeah. the durability and without looking at the more mm-hmm. realistic side of things because, you know, we're not living in a dream. No, that's um, true. We need yeah. to be realistic yeah. about things as well. So we do. There are, like, construction subjects. I've finished one. I'm currently doing one that's with the design. So that's also quite cool because our syllabus actually um, changed last year. Mm-hmm. Ah, and cool. they um, merged construction and design together, which would be quite good because while you're doing design, you know how you'd 
know how to construct that design with construction oh, having it yes and we've done also like thermal so that's also thermal studies which is like thinking about like the site you have to it's quite sciencey in that sense mm-hmm. so you have to have like where like wind sunlight um temperature all that stuff that it's surrounds so there's so many like keys around just designing a building yeah. unfortunately it's not like oh i want to make this sort of i don't know pyramid. like the three yeah. little pigs uh, huffing up huffing up yeah. <laughs> you know how that's like hey the three of them made the three different houses yeah. it's like so true it's like you've got to make you sure really have to gonna yeah. work you know the weather and uh, i guess climate for I mean, sure building something in australia or even um in different suburbs because mm-hmm. i find a lot of the uh, houses it's closer to because when you live closer to the sea you've got to be careful of yeah of the material you use and the yeah. design you use to the make weathering sure. exactly stuff, yeah i mean the humidity and mm-hmm. also the um the um what's it when you the the texture in the air yeah. closer to the humidity. closer to the humidity to the ocean than it is out west That's i mean true. in different weathers so, it is true yeah and, materiality is like mm-hmm. huge it plays a huge part and that's something also in in uni you can't really um um expect to learn everything you also have to on learn on, on yeah you have to you lo- learn on the side you should probably at home like with architecture students don't f- only expect uni to give you all the answers that's very unrealistic that's yeah that, but that would be for everything <laughs> yes i I'm, I'm pretty sure that there's a lot of nitty-gritties that you know yeah that you, that you don't think of but you know, as long as you've got the basics, and that's but you why you do learn. Yeah, and you have to be very yeah. creative, I guess, and and make sure you capture it, and then yeah. have you know. I guess that's where the creativeness comes when people ask, "Oh, do you guys just draw?" Or do you? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's. It, I mean, it's something like anyone can do. I won't say it's only for creative people. It's something you can you you can um, also practice becoming creative. It's not mm. something that necessarily has to You're be born with. Born it. with, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. So, and do you have to do three D drawings like cats? yes? So what yes. program do you use? For? Um, at uni, we use Rhino. Mm-hmm. I want to get on with AutoCAD because that's AutoCAD, what usually yeah. mm-hmm. what everyone uses and Revit. Mm-hmm. But we use Rhino. That's what we usually use for three D modeling. Where you 3D do those three Ds and you yeah, can grab it and turn modeling. it around and yeah. show the show the people inside and the actual. Yeah. So how many versions of one particular building might you draw? Like you'd have oh a two D and then you'd have like a three D. I honestly, many, many it could go. Of the one. It can like honestly, I I can't even explain. Like pages maybe like pages. A, yeah, like yep. hundreds wow. in the, like one semester. And has your opinion changed from what yes. you thought architecture was to what? It actually is now looking at looking back in retrospect for a fourth year as a fourth year student for sure yeah yeah so I didn't know what architecture was exactly like you guys I didn't know what an architect was Mm -hmm. I I didn't know what I was getting myself into I sort of had like a brief it sounded good yeah it just sounded good (laughs) and it felt like maybe I'll like it it was sort of something I just went in with and let it play on but I didn't know what architecture was initially um but the way i see architecture now has changed 100 percent. like now when i see buildings or when i see landscapes you look at it in a different so differently because you you like in the degree you look at so many details and you're you're focusing on every nitty-gritty thing mm. so um yeah that's nice. fantastic it's definitely different well it is 558 oh 59 actually time has flown but one very last question before we wrap up and i really i'm so curious to hear what your <laughs> what your thoughts are around this so we've got um, a bridge in australia known yeah. as the harbour bridge and we've got one in turkey yeah. which is the boaz um the bosphorus um how boaz do you say Boaz, 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 Boaz,
definitely um that's it. yeah <laughs> for sure i mean i mean it connects europe and asia ah, nice. there you i like go. that yeah there you go well thanks so much girls for joining Thank us you, it was Iris. great to have you on our show it's 5:59 we're probably going to get cut off any second yes. Thank you guys so much for 